Hey guys, welcome back to our Deeper Podcast. This is day two of our Bible reading plan. Uh, Yesterday we started off Genesis 1 and we read through chapter 3 and today we read chapter 4 and 5. If you haven't read it yet, uh, you know, take take some time and pick up your Bible and read the next two chapters. And it gets pretty interesting. We we see some uh, pretty familiar text. We see uh, Cain and Abel, uh, the murder of Abel from by Cain. And then we see uh, the very first part of the flood story uh, with Noah and, and the ark. And so there's a lot of stuff to talk about today. And today on our uh, podcast, I've got my wife, Lauren, with me. And she's going to She's going to hang out with us. So, Lauren, why don't you say hi? Hey, guys. I'm super excited for this. I know that anytime I have made it a point to methodically go through the Bible and actually read, you know, every word of it cover to cover, it makes an impact. Um, you know, it's like not maybe not every single verse you read is going to be the most awe-inspiring thing you've read. But when you read it all together and you get that word inside of you, it makes a huge difference. 100%. Yeah. And, you know, one of our pillars in Deeper is the Bible is our source. And you may have seen our, our social media, you know, uh, posts yesterday. And and I, I mean it, though. I mean, we can't just say that. Like, those aren't just going to be words that we put on our wall or that we put on Facebook from time to time. It's going to be something that we live by. And if the Bible is truly our source, it can't be our source if we don't make it our source. Uh, There's plenty of things in this world that you can make be your source, and we can lie to ourselves and other people and say that that source is God or that that source is the Bible. But if it's not, it's not. And so uh, with this podcast and this reading plan, my prayer is that the Bible truly does become your source. And this podcast can help you achieve that, where we just talk about Scripture and we think about it and meditate on it and, and just... You know, this, I'm no theologian or, you know, there's, there's many minds out there who are greater than mine. And, and so, but my goal with this podcast is just to get you thinking and to get you wondering and to get you praying and, and, you know, talk about scripture with God and chew on it. And, um, you know, maybe you don't get it a hundred percent right. Well, that's okay. Keep digging, keep digging, keep digging. Let's go deeper together. So let's do that. Lauren, uh, where do we pick up here? Well, you know, something that sticks out to me in chapter four is um, the story about Cain and Abel. And I remember reading this and even being taught this in Sunday school classes and things when I was younger. And I never really understood exactly, you know, why did God accept Abel's offering and not Cain's? And honestly, when I was younger, it seemed unfair, you know, um, coming from a family where there, where I was one of four siblings, I always kind of had that dynamic going on in my mind, like, why was one accepted and not the other? And I don't know that that was ever fully explained. Um, as an adult, I have dug deeper into it, but why don't you explain it um, to all of us a little bit better? <laughs> well, yeah, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to fully explain it, because the, the truth is, we don't really know. Uh, the Bible's not clear on why you know, Abel's offering was accepted and Cain's wasn't. Uh, but we can look at the text and, and just see what it says. And in verse 4, it says, And Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering. Um, and then before that, in uh, in chapter or in verse 3, it says, In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. So it doesn't specify that it was even the best. It might have just been a portion of. And so uh, some have speculated that 
because Cain didn't bring a blood offering, that, it, that, that God required a blood sacrifice. But there's really no base behind that. That's just maybe some thinking. Um, I would tend to, to believe that that had nothing to do with it, um, specifically because it says that Cain was a man of the ground. He, he, um, he, uh, he brought to God what he was good at. The, the, my theory here is that he just didn't bring the best of what he was good at, or he didn't bring um, to the table the best that he had. Again, like I said, we don't know because the Bible doesn't tell us, and all we can really do is just kind of speculate. Um, yeah. The real issue is not with what happened, because God didn't condemn Cain because of his offering. God condemned Cain uh, because of what Cain did after being corrected. His reaction to God rejecting his offering was murder. And that was what got Cain in the most trouble. Not so much that he didn't accept his offering. Well, and you know, and this, I guess this would just be a theory as well, but I would think just from Cain's response to God's correction, that maybe the whole reason his sacrifice wasn't accepted in the first place, it may have been more of a heart issue. Um, Does God look at the heart? (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely God, uh, you know, Cain and Abel had been born into sin at this point. And so um, God could see that in their hearts. And he knew, you know, he knew deeper than, than just the first layer of this. He he understood the way they thought, the way they acted, their motivations. And so, um, you know, asking a question like, well, God, why didn't you accept Cain's offering? Well, God probably knew the heart behind Cain, and he probably understood where his motivations came from, and that that probably had more to do with it than anything other than just, man, it's not really fair that God didn't accept this, or he didn't, you know. God does what God does because God is God. God understands deeper than we understand. And he definitely sees the heart and not just the surface level. Definitely, definitely. As if we've learned from, you know, just from, from last week, or I'm sorry, yesterday, as we learned from yesterday's podcast, we, we see that God has good in mind for us, and that, you know, when we see things as good, we tend to screw things up. And so, um, and as we'll continue to learn, a great theme throughout Genesis is that God knows what's better for us. And when Absolutely. we try to do things, we we have a way of messing them up. And I know in my life personally, that's been true. And um, scripture teaches us that. So anyway, there's a lot there. Uh, when we get into um, uh, chapter five, uh, there's a lot more uh, of a... Uh, uh, genealogy and that that you know sometimes those things are very easy to uh, some things are, sometimes those are easy to kind of gloss over and just skip um, and I would encourage you just kind of muscle through it because you start to see things that are interesting um, you, you see the the descendants from Adam all the way into Noah and then um, tomorrow in verse or in chat and yeah, chapter six. I get them backwards, verses, chapters. But <laughs> tomorrow in chapter six, we're gonna we're gonna start to get into the flood narrative, and uh, where it talks about how God is so frustrated at this point with His creation that um, He sees no other option than to kind of hit the reset button, um, and He He uh, He uses Noah because Noah is a, a godly man. Um, and we'll we'll see tomorrow. Noah's not perfect either, um, but he's a godly man, and God makes a decision to use him uh, going forward. So, Lauren, do you have any other thoughts about what our reading was today? Well, kind of getting back um, to Cain and Abel, and 
talking about that being a heart issue, when I read that portion of scripture, what it kind of brings me back to is um, the, the posture of our heart during our worship and what we bring to God and the sacrifices we make in our life. And, you know, a lot of times, especially in a corporate setting, we can all kind of go through the motions and look like we're all basically on the same level playing field as far as what we're offering to God. But um, I think we all know in our heart of hearts that every person is bringing a, a different level of, of honesty and, and integrity and just what they're really offering to God in their heart is is definitely different from person to person. And to me, that challenges me to... Um, really search deep and be more, you know, um, more real, I guess, in what I'm sacrificing. Yeah, that's great. That's really good. Because, I mean, it might not have even been apparent to, to Abel that Cain's sacrifice wasn't up to par or wasn't even on his level, you know. And so... Um, right. I think that's definitely between you and God. And yeah. you can fool a lot of people, but God definitely knows the heart. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me personally, being in school, <laughs> I was never the best student. And it would always frustrate me when a teacher would brag on another student for getting a good grade. And it's just like, okay, yeah, <laughs> great job. Lauren, What you were that student. Weren't you? <laughs> you were the 4.0 student. Well, yeah, I was, um, you know, I worked really hard in school. But the thing is, is you don't always see what the other person has put in. Hmm you know, behind the scenes. Um, actually, it's a funny story, kind of. Um, when I was younger, much younger in elementary school, my brother, I have a younger brother that's two years younger than me. And I remember um, for like a year, we were actually homeschooled um, when we were going through a move and a transition in our life. And um, my mom would read out um, math, like multiplication um, tables to us. And it was on my grade level, and I was supposed to be answering the questions, but before I could ever get my answer out, my brother, who was two grade levels below me, could spit those answers out like it was nothing. Like so it, annoying. I mean, <laughs> how frustrating is that, right? Yeah. But my point behind that is I did become um, an A student, but... Nobody really at that point in my life knew what it took me to get to that level. And there was a lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears, <laughs> let me tell you. So you just really <laughs> never know what someone else's background is. Yeah, that's, Lauren, that's that's a good point, too. And, you know, like I said, I, I said a minute ago, I was never a good student, but it's because I didn't bring my A game. I brought my C game, you know, and it, it, it wasn't good enough. And looking back on it, you know, when I got more into college and, you know, started paying for my education, things got a little more real. <laughs> and uh, I did start to, 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 to try and to work harder. And, and so I learned the difference between what bringing your A game meant. You probably knew that before I did. Um, and so what I would encourage you guys, you know, if you're bringing your A game, you know, in anything you do, uh, whether it's math, whether it's English, whether it's something to do with school or whether it's with God. You know, and God at this point in your life and really I say in your life, in anyone's life, you, you know, you know, when you're bringing your A game and when you're giving God everything you can. And we're all on different levels. Lauren, your A game 
and my A game are two totally different things. Right. Absolutely. You know, our potentials are higher in different areas. You're better at things naturally than I would be. And so God's not so much concerned with the end product because God is God. And anything that we do is going to pale in comparison to the way he could do it. So it's not even about the quality of, of what we do. When we give it our best, that's what God's looking for. Right. So, and that's, that's worship. That's, you know, whatever your roles in life are, um, give it your best. In school, worship God by giving it your best. You right. Know? In your work, worship God by giving it your best. Everything you do, give it your best. The Bible would go on to say, um, in all things, do unto the Lord. And so do that. Worship God through what you do. We talked about this. We, we did a whole series on worship a couple months ago. And that was one of the key themes is to do everything in worship. Worship God with everything you do. Uh, Cain didn't do that this day back in the beginning. Abel did. And so let's be more like Abel and less like Cain. Yeah, so. absolutely. Awesome. Well, let's pray and let's wrap this podcast up. Thanks for taking the time to listen. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. And tomorrow we're going to be in Genesis chapter 6 through 8. And so let me pray with you. Father, thank you for everyone who has taken the time out of their day to listen to this podcast, God, and to continue in their spiritual development, continue to make reading their Bible um, a priority in their life in 2021 and beyond. God, I pray a blessing over them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Lauren, thanks for being. You're going to be here tomorrow as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. I'm, I'm stoked about it. Awesome. Well, guys, we'll see you tomorrow.